Yeah, I don't know. It happens. Let's drink some more water. We're I was live. testing out. Oh, we're live. I was testing out um, controllers on my PC all week because I've been wanting to do more um, couch co-op stuff with a bunch of these PC games that I always see like Giant Bomb playing. They just seem awesome. Sure. Yeah. And I've been doing You Don't Know Jack, but that's easy because everyone has a phone. Yeah. Um, which is still just the best thing. Like, more games need to use your phone. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a device yeah. everybody has. So, yeah. like, why not? <clears throat> yeah. Any, any like, game that doesn't require, like, fast input or whatever, like, anything slow, if there's multiplayer, use the phone. So, mm -hmm. but anyway, so I wanted to see how many, like, which controllers I can use on my PC. Um, yeah. So it turns out the the current Xbox One controller has Bluetooth, and that connects nice and easy. Mm -hmm. My old Xbox One, my launch one, does not have Bluetooth, so that one needs to be plugged in. But it's just a micro USB cable, which I didn't know, so I have plenty of those. Sure. So that's fine. <clears throat> I have my wired 360 one, which I usually use for my PC, so there's three. And then the only other option I have, with, and this is without having to like go buy a dongle or something, um, is the PS4 controller. Which I haven't got to work quite yet, uh, but turns out you needed to press like a couple buttons at the same time to get the Bluetooth to start going or something. But theoretically, I can Bluetooth that one. But I just don't, I don't know if I can Bluetooth two at the same time or just hmm. one controller. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not sure. And if I if I can't, I'll have to get another uh, micro USB cable, and then it should be fine. But if I can do sure. Bluetooth. For both of the controllers, that would be ideal. Yeah, then you're fine, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then only one person lucks out. They have to sit close with the OG Xbox One controller and the short micro USB cable. Right. <laughs> um, but I guess I could just maybe like pull the t the computer closer to them. I don't know. I'll. It'll work itself out. Get like a one of those USB hubs or whatever. Then just like have that as like the extension that you can plug a bunch of micro USBs into at one time. Yep, I could. That's that's another like way to do it. Sure. That's how yeah, we did it back yeah. in the day. It's like exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad idea either. I could do that. But we'll see how it goes. Um I just picked up Mount Your Friends, so I really want to play that without telling anyone kind of what we're playing. Because yeah. that'll be a nice like surprise. Yep. Um you should so I'm play gonna that, try um, and do that in the next couple of weeks or so. Oh my god, what the hell is that? That um the game where you play a like dick with a butthole. A genital <laughs> jousting? Genital, genital jousting, yeah. Yeah. That's the one you gotta do up, I think. <laughs> yeah. Make it yeah, real that's good one. I don't know if this one's on PC. I know it's on PlayStation 4, but push me, pull you. Did you ever see that one? No, you should look up um, some images or a video or something of it, because that one's weird. Uh, and then and then paint a word picture. I actually talked about this about a year ago when I was at GDC. Oh, I played it. Yeah. Yeah, I did see this, actually. Um, it's like a Nobi Nobi boy, but like competitive uh, and yeah, kind of gross. It's grosser. Cause yeah, I don't, it's definitely grosser because yeah. Nobi Nobi yeah, boy wasn't flesh color. <laughs> <laughs> that's true no there's a there's a level of abstractness to nobi nobi boy that yeah. helps kind of keep it like oh whatever it's just colorful worms or whatever and then this one's like that's that looks like a grandma and a grandpa yeah that's a that's a cat dog grandma grandpa 
scenario yeah. and they're rest right. and they're wrestling for that ball. Yeah, that's a weird game that has to be on PC, right? Actually, I have Steam open, which I should turn off. But uh, let's see. Push I should me. turn it off as well. I don't know what it's on. I could it look is. up the wiki. <clears throat> it's on. It's on Steam. How much is it? Uh, well, my Steam is in Canadian dollars, so it is seventeen bucks Canadian. Okay, so probably fifteen American. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, Gang Beasts is one you could look into. Towerfall. Gang Beasts. Yeah, I think I have. I think I have access to most of those. Towerfall, I definitely have on a console somewhere because it's been a. Yeah, I have Towerfall. But like Nidhogg? It's been on like a PlayStation Plus. Nidhogg, I already. Yeah, I got that one. Guess Gang Beasts. I. Oops. Oh, I do have Gang Beasts. In fact, I don't have it. I don't have that installed. Oh, okay. But I should install that. But I'll, I won't do that while we're, while we're recording. That would make no sense. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, I'm going to get a game session going sooner or later here. Yeah. Hopefully my computer can run all these games. Gang Beasts will probably be the hardest to run because it's polygonal. Yeah, I think it runs okay probably, though. It's probably not too bad. We'll it's, see. I mean, my computer sucks. It's cartoony, right? Like, there's not a lot of textures yeah. and shit, so. Yeah, I'm just wondering about all, like, the physics-y stuff. I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. Well, either way, it'll be fun, I think. <laughs> yep. I think you'll have some fun. Yep, yep. Um, well, speaking of games, um, this is a video game podcast. <clears throat> yeah. That uh, John's not here. He's uh, in Atlanta. Atlanta? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Momocon and work with the Runaway guys. Yeah. Yep. Um, I see back next week. I don't think he's back next week either. No, not next week. He is no. doing his work week this week, I think, and then next weekend okay. is the con. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. John comes back, and then I leave. Um, but my trip is way cooler than John's trip. Yeah, because it's so, not a work so. trip. Well, it's not a work trip, and it's also in a different continent as opposed to just... I mean, he's gone to Atlanta like every year. Yeah, that's true. And it's I next mean, door. it's his work trip, <laughs> so what do you do, right? It's yep. his job, yep. so... Um, yeah, so John's not here, but this is the Top Down Perspective, and Sean and Paul are here. Yep. May 19th. Um... I've been playing a lot. You haven't, though, so let's let's get you out of the way. What have you been playing? I've been playing The Surge, that game that everybody says is a Dark Souls-like game, and it isn't. <laughs> it's not? Because I was it's definitely hearing really. a lot of people compare it to Dark Souls. Yeah, they compare it in, to Dark Souls in the fact that you drop your, like, currency or loot or whatever when you die, and then you have to get your body back, and there's an emphasis on melee combat. So... If that's what makes okay. a Souls game, so many games these days are Souls games, I guess. Um, well, I, I feel like I hear that lots of games are like Souls games or Souls-like these they're days. They're wrong. Yeah, that okay, is a what, wrong thing to say. What is your, uh, you know, one two sentence description for these for us soul, the Souls jo genre? Good game design. What does it be, mean to have? Would have to be on top of the stuff that. Okay, this is the thing. The, that's not specific. This game plays more like a weird action RPG Dead Space. 
than it does like a Souls game, really. And it's because the combat system does this weird thing where you're targeting different body parts to like cut them off essentially and like pick them up and they can become weapons or like body augmentations for you which is fine it's just a little clunky feeling to me i think because the problem is is that when you lock onto an enemy in this game when you're moving the like right stick or whatever on a controller usually if you were playing a souls game say you're getting attacked by like three enemies right you're targeting one dude and then if you move the right stick, it's to change targets. In this game, it's just to change, like, which body part on one dude you're, like, going to try to cut off. So if you get attacked by two or three dudes in the surge, it's, like, stressful in a way that I'm not prepared to deal with, I guess. Because I've been trained for so many years that, like, oh, just target the other dude that's closest to you. But I can't get my targeting reticle off this dude's head or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's Is there weird. no way, like... Like there the, might the be bumpers or something. I was trying a bunch of different stuff, but it didn't seem that way. I was told there's a combination of like maybe a bumper with another button to do it, which seems like okay. weird that they didn't teach me that at all in the game. But I'll, I mean, I'll test well, maybe it that's again. maybe that's how it's souls like is they're not teaching everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might be it for sure. Um. It's getting a lot of praise from a lot of people. I think it's kind of clunky and boring so far, but I I don't really know what, what I was expecting from it. Maybe some more fluidity. Like, it feels very staggered. And um, I was talking to a friend about this yesterday, and I hadn't really considered that, like, maybe it's supposed to feel that way. Because in the Souls game, you're, like, say, an assassin dude wearing, like, leather, and you're probably trained for years or something to, like be very agile so you can roll good and all this shit in this game you are literally a dude who is like hooked into a mech suit so I, maybe it doesn't make sense you can't roll well like and you just do this kind of right. shitty jump because it's a mech okay. everything's robotic right. and like as i was thinking about that as he said it i like i was like maybe i just have to approach this game differently so i'm gonna give it another shot even though I didn't really have fun the first time, first couple hours, I'm going to give it another shot and with a different headspace and see where we're at. But it does things okay. Like the environment stuff's okay. Maybe a little bit boring because it feels, everything feels very factory ish. Everything's very gray with like yellow markings that like would indicate where a loader would go. And like, if you like, you're going through like a factory, right? Because you are for most of that game. Okay. So it's just kind of. Are boring. you in space? Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure because. Like, are the, you on? Are you on Earth? The basic story is that Earth like exists, but there's also like okay. this space thing going on. So I don't know okay. which part we're on. If we're in the space thing or on Earth thing. <laughs> so. Okay, but it's there's definitely a, like a sci-fi element. There is a sci-fi element. Maybe not as far as yeah. I would have liked. Like, it's more like a distant future than like a sci-fi like there's no a weird alien things it's all just like okay machine things right now like okay. one of the first bigger enemies i fought was basically like a forklift and i thought that was kind of lame <laughs> to be honest okay. that, that sounds kind of funny to me but i mean it's, i don't know it seems a little lame <laughs> to me but i don't know i i have a feeling it could go it could go somewhere I heard it gets crazy at the end, so maybe 
I should get more into it. I heard it's about 10 hours long, which is fine, probably, for me. How does that compare to, like, a Souls game? That seems shorter? I don't, uh, I don't know. It's probably about the same, depending on... Like, the person like how, who... How often you die? Yeah, the people that I heard say it's about that long are people that are proficient in Souls games. So, like, they pick up on the mechanics easily. Okay. So maybe a little bit longer for me. I'll say like 15 hours or so maybe. So yeah, it seems okay. Um I'm I'm kind of surprised you're you're not liking the setting cuz I I feel like from like the podcast I've been hearing yeah. people seem to like that because they're kind of like, yeah, I've been looking for a Souls game that wasn't just like completely brown and gray and like, you know, fantasy and it was like a like a you know, a different uh um uh, genre as in uh, as in like sci-fi or something where, yeah. and this was it is more colorful for sure the thing that's nice about fantasy is you can actually make monsters and weird creepy things and this is all just fucking machines all it is is mechs and like big machinery and that's boring there's no like okay. imagination that because there can't be really in the setting that I mean hey you can have some portraying. crazy looking mechs transformers is cool yeah, they haven't gone that far yet. Maybe they do okay. by the end, but... So, I'm at the end of the first area, if that makes any sense. Like, I beat the first boss, and I'm in the second area now for, like, what that's <laughs> worth. So, two hours okay. in, roughly. Um, yeah, I don't know. The thing... I, I mean, I like the medieval setting. I like being a knight with a giant shield and sword and, like, this giant armor and fighting creepy just weird fucking dead skeleton monsters and goo monsters and giant dragons. I don't like being a dude in a mech suit punching other mech dudes. Setting-wise. How, how would... And I know you haven't played it, but how is... Um, how does Bloodborne's setting feel to you? Because that's more like... I, yeah, Bloodborne setting I'm Elizabeth super Ethan. into. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The Eldritch Gothic. Horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like, super it's, it's into different, that different, but kind of similar. All right. Okay. The thing that scares me off about Bloodborne is I don't like their parry system, like the looks of it, but maybe it's just better when you play it, you just get a feel for it or something. I think it looks okay. weird to me, but that's one game I should get to at some point for sure. Yeah, yeah now that you have your PS4, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess for the Surge, most I'm just mostly surprised at how much of a pass it's getting from like literally everybody. Like, people are saying, it's like, yeah, it's an 8 out of 10. And, like, I don't see any world where it actually is, but that's fine because, I mean, game scores, everything is between a 7 to a 10 out of 10. So I get it. It's fine. Yeah, I'll I will revisit it. And if I my opinions change drastically, I'm sure I'll talk about it on here. All right. Yeah. That's kind of um, it, though. Okay, I've uh I've been playing a bunch. I'll start with uh oh, so I played some more Zelda. Okay. <laughs> Still good. Um I actually just went ahead and beat it. Okay. Um yeah, I, I know I kept saying how I was just going to push it off, push it off and just, just you know, in, in, slow down and slowly enjoy my time with it, but there was just a a part of me uh last week <clears throat> last weekend I had a bunch of free time and I was playing that game and I was like I should just like see the ending so that I can start reading all these like spoiler articles or, you know, I can be part of those discussions. Um, you know, and, and even that, so I did beat it. 
I still plan to go back and do more because like I've, I've only done like half the shrines and I still got quests I want to do and stuff like that. But yeah, part of me just wanted to like uh, to do that final section, which start to finish that final section was like 45 minutes long. Yeah, so it was pretty short. Um, like you're talking about the whole like castle area, like that start of that area to the end. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, when, I, when I did my approach, I found a shrine right out front of it, which was great. I was like, oh, perfect. In case I, uh, you know, want to go away or something. So from like that shrine to credits was about 45 minutes, which I was surprised to see. But um, the, I thought the castle was cool, though. It's huge. Um, yeah, there was a cool. It's real dope. <laughs> Yeah, there was a cool mini boss inside that castle that I wasn't expecting. And you get a pretty cool uh, piece of treasure afterwards. In fact, everything the enemies were dropping in the treasure chests in that castle was awesome. It was better than like everything I had. It's so Um, good. Yeah. So that was that was pretty good. And um, yeah, so like I said, beat it. Probably still going to go back and uh, play some more of it. But I'm glad to kind of have that. Uh, check mark Do on the list. Do you hate the ending as well? Because I know John hates that ending for whatever reason. I think it's good. So I thought it was fine. I'm kind of curious yeah. why he hates it. Yeah, um, I don't understand. Like maybe it the either. boss fight was kind. I don't like. I hear some people saying it was kind of easy, but I thought it was about as hard as all the other bosses. Like I don't know. Then again, I also don't. I'm not really playing this game for the combat. Mm. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm kind of just like. Like I don't know. I don't know why he hates it. I'll have to ask him. I'm a little curious myself. Yep. Um, Sticking with the Switch, I've uh, played uh, Kamiko. Okay. About a week or two ago. Mm -hmm. This uh, this game is five bucks, and uh, it's like Zelda Lite. And I I would actually quite recommend it. There's quite a bit in here for just five bucks. it's, so it's it's set up, you know, pixel art, looks like original Zelda, but just on a much smaller scale. You don't get, like, abilities and stuff like that. It's all just, like, kind of working your way through the enemies until you open a chest, and then you, you know, get the keys to open the doors. You fight a boss. You go into the next area. I don't think there's that many areas. I've only completed two of them. I think I may have heard there's four, but there's three different characters, and they all play differently. Uh, the one I'm playing... I forget her name. She's the blue girl, blue-haired girl. She has she has a big sword, which I which I quite like. <clears throat> and then there's also um, a girl that has a bow and arrow, and another girl that has a shield that I guess acts kind of like a boomerang, so kind of Captain America style. And she also has a, a small sword as well. Okay, cool. And they all play differently. So it's five bucks if you have a, a switch and you're looking for something to play. I, I would recommend it. I'm actually surprised is is it's this cheap um, for what I'm getting at. But the music's real good. I like the way it looks as well. Um, so that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, what else? Uh, I've been playing Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris with a buddy of mine because that just dropped on uh, Games with Gold. Yep. Okay. This is, this is that second isometric multiplayer like dungeon Lara Croft crawler game. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Th- the first one was um, Guardian of the Light. Yep. I liked that game. I didn't play this one. Yeah. And me and my me and my friend went through that one together. So when this one uh, went for free, picked it up. It's been on PlayStation Plus for a while, or it was a while ago. Uh, so I already had it there, but I just never got around to it. So playing through it on Xbox One, that game doesn't look great, but I'm pretty sure it came out for the 360, so I could understand yeah. why it kind of just look, it just kind of looks up resed. Um, also, I don't think those uh, characters are su- quite designed to be like zoomed in on, but sometimes when there's a cutscene and the camera gets close, it's like. Oh, you don't really have hair, do you? That's just like a block. 
Yeah. That's just a block of brown because you're actually pretty far out, which is actually like one of my one complaint is sometimes the camera feels a little too far zoomed out. Uh, but apart from that, the puzzles are fun. There's a there's a ton more in this than Guardian of Light, at least from what I remember. I haven't played Guardian of Light in years, but there's like object uh optional challenge rooms to go through with your friend. This one goes up to four per people. I think the last one only went to two. Could be mistaken again. But uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, fun co-op game. You got something to go through and it's free right now <clears throat> on Xbox. Uh, Mini Metro got an update, which I've been playing. Three okay. new cities. or Since I last played, it's got a Washington, D.C., Mumbai, and... Well, Mumbai sounds like it, a nightmare. <laughs> And Istanbul. Istanbul and Mumbai suck. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. Like, first off, Istanbul super sucks. Washington, D.C., I beat pretty easily. I got the harder one, which is like 2,100 passengers. I got that one. Istanbul, for whatever reason, just loves giving you like the same type of station right beside each other. So you just get this horrible chain going of like trains ignoring all these passengers like half the time I'm literally just like, Oh fuck off. Every time a new station would open up and it's like the same one right beside it. Like just walk people. It's that close. Yeah. Um, so, and then Mumbai is kind of a little bit similar, but it also Mumbai, all the trains are two thirds the size as regular trains. They only hold four passengers. They give you a ton of uh, carriages, though, to make up for this, but it's still just like these are some tiny ass trains. Uh, so it's it's pretty difficult too. And they it's give like you like no life. bridges. And there's a major bridge, a major water like river, in the middle of the map. Uh, so that's also uh, super annoying. So they're hard. They are they are definitely difficult. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Uh, and. Um, <clears throat> last thing I played uh, just a little bit is some Overcooked on playing it on Xbox One yeah I've been wanting to try that game out I, l- I love Overcooked and mm-hmm. this is kind of a it's kind of a weird one because so I've, I've just been watching people play it like Giant Bomb and I've always been like man this is great this looks super great super great so I finally picked it up I picked up the um, whatever the edition is that comes with all the DLC I forget what that's called <clears throat> Uh, I think it was 20 bucks. It was actually, what was it? I think it was $19 and some odd cents if I bought it digitally or 18 bucks if I bought it through Amazon. And I was like, mm-hmm. I might as well buy it through Amazon and it's a dollar cheaper. But then with tax, it went up to 20 and I was like, well, I might as well get it digitally and then I won't even have to wait for it to ship in the mail the two days or whatever. So I ended up getting with that. The DLC, there's only two pieces of DLC, one of which is a holiday-themed one, which is free for everyone. And then the second one is an island-themed one. Um, so there's a lot in there. Um, I love this game. I have so much fun playing it. You can even play um, two people on one controller if you want, which is always difficult but it's nice yeah. when you don't want to buy a whole bunch of xbox one controllers for like the one four player game you have yeah um uh, my girlfriend on the, on the other hand um doesn't like stressful games where you have to do a lot of things at once oh yeah and she okay. and, and she and she's like my easiest like hey do you want to play a game with me person yeah. so it's really hard because i'll be like yo i need a, I need a tomato i need an onion i need a, a mushroom why did you just put the mushroom in the garbage <laughs> no and then like because some of the maps will have you like 
they'll move. So yeah. people will get like locked in a certain spot or it's like, oh, you have to do a whole different job now because you can't get over there. Um, and she got and so she was not expecting that coming. And then she had to do all the chopping and stuff. And uh, it was not a great evening yeah. when we were playing. We only sure. played for about 20 minutes before she was like, I think I'm done with this for tonight. And I was like, damn, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have to try and convince her. I need to think of a way to like get her better at it mm-hmm. um so maybe we'll like replay some of the first few stages and i'll just be quiet so like she can come in. i don't know i gotta figure it out because i really want to play a lot of this game and i need a co-op buddy yeah. that's not gonna crumble under pressure because <laughs> that game will just it'll throw so much at you like at yeah. once like and it just gets harder and harder <clears throat> i like games like that so, they're fun yeah but and I just I I love everything about Overcooked. It's it's silly. It looks great. The premise is zany and weird. All the characters like that are total totally silly looking. I like playing as that one guy with a goofy grin on. That dog that the king has, Kevin, always looks angry. It's just I top to bottom, what a just a delightful game. So <clears throat> uh yeah, I've also been I'm playing a little bit of that and I'm hoping to play uh, a lot more of that this week, but we'll, we'll see how lucky I get. Yeah. That seems like a fun game. Yeah. <clears throat> I would recommend it. Uh, I wish it had online. Like, yeah. God, For I sure. wish it had online, which I, I don't get how it's. Some, yeah. I wish every, and it's weird when, when some games don't, cause it's like, you know, any kind of leg would ruin it. And it's like, well, fighting games, like literally any leg would ruin those. And they figured it out. I mean, the thing is with fighting games is that the ones that haven't, it like actually did ruin it and nobody bought them. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) clearly there's a way to figure it out. Like, and please figure it out. Cause like I would have bought this game months ago if I knew I could have played with someone like immediately. Sure. Uh, And and there's so many other games like this. Like I, I wish I didn't, I was just talking about PC controllers. I wish I didn't have to like scrounge around for every possible controller I have to see if it works. Uh, because I can't just play with my buddies online who they have their own controller. Right. Yeah, right. Like, so, like, I think, I don't think Mount Your Friends has online play. I don't think yep. so. Yep. And that, it does. And that game is like slow and methodical. Like, you just, like, that it game does, should have it, online. It does. You can play online. Oh, oh, okay. So, sorry. I thought you were agreeing with me when you said yes. Great. Oh, no, that game has online. Yeah. Cool. Um, that's great to hear. Good. And that game's five bucks. So people you know should what? pick up Mount Your Friends. I mean, I have an extra copy of it too. I, I should install that game. Get that. Going. Yeah, you should install that. We should play it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good, good time. Yeah. Okay. That's all I've been playing. Okay. <clears throat> Let's go into news. There's a bunch. I feel like yeah. each week there's going to be more and more until E3. Until E3. Yeah, and then E3 um, will be all news, basically. All and then news. nothing for a bit. All news. And I won't even be here for E3. Oh, okay. So, have fun with that with John. Yay. I wish I could be here, but I, I will be f- trying to follow as much I can on a mountain with my phone with no service. Yeah, I, so. I wouldn't even bother <laughs> yeah, being I, on a mountain. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right, Showstopper, New Life is Strange is being worked on right now yep uh donut entertainment basically put out a um a little video saying hey thanks for you know three million players uh and the don't nod team the team that worked on the first life is strange is working on life is strange too yep no other news 
Um, but this is good to hear. Life is Strange was my game of the year that year. That was two years ago, 2015, I believe. It was high up there um, for me too, for sure. Yeah. What What do you want to see? A new story. I don't want to see anything with Max or Chloe again. Sure. What any returning characters, like even just like one of them? Uh, one of them or like a small cameo or something of a bunch that's, of them yeah. is fine. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I like, need I kind of want this to be an anthology where like every season if they do a bunch of them, it's like a different kid or person with a different power or something. Different Oh, different power would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely should. Or like a uh, weird like thing that may like maybe it's Max again or something, but it like something I don't want up. Max again. I don't I really like Max, want Max again either. Yeah. Matt, Max had her story and she already went through like the apocalypse once. So if right, they so did it again, they would have to make it, yeah. they would have to make it even bigger. And it's like, no, just Life is Strange was so good because it was like this small, like personal thing. The bit a big thing that carried me through the first couple episodes of Life is Strange as well was the whole like Twin Peaks feeling of Am Rachel Amber gone missing and people like talking about her and saying like we don't know what happened to her and everybody loved her and we have no idea like where she is and blah 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 and like I don't know if they can do that again <laughs> if they can capture that magic again or if it'll feel like weird if they try something like that again like that's a that was a well, big part for me because I didn't care about a lot of those characters until like maybe episode two halfway through i didn't well, so care about here's the thing first. is like what what do you want to continue do you want it to be kids again do you want it to be powers again maybe the through line is it's always about a missing kid maybe that's the connection yeah it could you be know, like something like that would be simple like, i, I kind of just like I, the idea of like this like sleepy little like town or whatever where something like weird shit is going on and then it like just builds on that basically as a premise because, like, the weird thing at the start of Life is Strange is that she's gone, right? Rachel Amber is gone. And yeah. then we find out a girl gets shot in the bathroom. Then we find out Max knows that girl. And she has, pet like, it builds and builds and builds from a little thing. And I kind of want that to be the thing that happens every time. I don't want it to be the same town. No. I mean, <laughs> in, my, in my canon, it's gone. So, whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, that's weird because I was thinking like I w I'm fine if they don't even talk about Arcadia Bay, but if they did have like a cameo from one person, would they mention like, yeah, I don't live there anymore because it's not there? Yeah. Or would they or they pick like a canonical ending and it's like, yeah, nothing ever happened in that town, or you know what I mean? Like whatever. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what I want, but uh, I just I want there to be like the same level of storytelling, and I want it to be personal, like it was. Yeah, I don't want it to be a huge thing. Agreed. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. Um, hopefully, hopefully it's good. <clears throat> uh, okay. Um, before we get to the next one, there was a Nintendo Direct with uh, all about Arms. Yeah. So that that's coming out in July, I think June or July. I can't remember what it was. But lots of new Arms stuff, new characters. Um, Arms seems all right. Like, I think I'm at the point with arms that, like, if it gets if if people are like positive about it, I'll probably pick it up. I think it looks dumb, but that's a, yeah, that's fine. Okay, sure. Yep. Um, and then um, at the end of that, they had another trailer for Splatoon 2. Yeah. 
which looked awesome. They showed up just like a bunch of like what looked like single player stuff, and it looks so good. Oh, people are in the chat are saying June sixteenth. So okay, a month away cool. from Arms, and then it must be Splatoon that's in uh, July then, which that makes sense. sense. Um, so yeah, single player stuff for Splatoon two. Splatoon two looks totally awesome. I'm excited that there's a big single player stuff. Looks like you're doing a ton of crazy things. Um, a couple things they announced uh, is that um, I'm actually jumping down the list a little bit. Oh, okay. uh, different accessories for Splatoon two. Uh, different color joy cons yeah mm. this was saying all of these look kind of ugly in my opinion i uh, uh yeah we got a lime green and a pepto-bismol pink joy cons coming they're very 90s looking i'm fine with them se- i'm fine with them separate but anytime they combine both of those colors on the same accessory i don't like it and they do that a whole bunch fair enough i mean Is i would pro with I, each I would handle is a double color. pink myself. I like I have okay. a pink controller for like my other consoles. So, okay, sure, yeah, no, I'm fine. Double pink, double green looks fine. I think the switch with both of them doesn't look good. The pro controller with both of them, Th- this carrying case with both colored zippers looks awful. I think this pro controller looks awful too. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, it's very 90s, like extraordinarily so. Even on the black, there's like the faded graffiti and like, like splotches and stuff. And I, as a person who grew up in the 90s, I didn't like it then either. So I'm with you on it being ugly. Yeah. Like I said, if it was just one of each color, that's fine. Yeah. Although this pro controller, I don't even really like how like just the weird split. Like here's the black version and then here's the green version. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I not, agree. not a huge fan of it. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, in Japan, going along with the release of Splatoon 2, um, Japan is actually getting three different versions of this of the just the standard game. I thought this was just a little interesting. So they're getting the uh, the retail version. You know, you get the game card, you get the box. Yeah. There's the digital version, which you know you can download or you can buy a little slip of paper at stores. We have those too, where you you basically are buying a code. Yeah. <clears throat> And Japan is also going to be selling a boxed version of the code. Oh, okay. So it's a down. You get your download code, but you also get the retail box without the game card. You know what the weirdest part about this is? They're all the same price when one of them has a physical manufacturing fee associated with it. I would think. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they are all three at the same price. So, uh, which is sixty four hundred yen, which is a. Uh, about, about 60, 60 bucks, bucks. Yeah. in uh, in America. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I kind of wish John was here. He's he's kind of way on the collecting and not on the digital, but maybe if he got the case, he'd be into the digital. I'm, I'm kind of curious what his thoughts are. That's a good point. Uh, I, I would actually probably be fine with that too. I For portable stuff, I want it digital. And the Switch is portable to me. I want the thing digital. But having the case is fine. Like I don't really care if it's taking up shelf space. I like having look at my collection of games so like sure. that's actually kind of cool to me as and as long as it doesn't cost more what what would you do what what would you be your preferred purchase uh version be uh physical just because i've been burned on digital a few times okay just total physical the whole way like i mean for example the other day i put in my xbox 360 plugged it in and like played prey that old one for a little bit okay and like that wouldn't be a thing digitally that i could do like, I just like being able to put the media in 
and play an old you, version you, of that you game that? even. What are you talking about? On the 360, everything's tied to your account. You could just download it again. Well, or if it's on your hard down, drive. Like it's dead, right? No. That's uh, the problem. Yeah. That's true. Yep. That's Maybe. that's really the only thing. Okay. I like I like my digital games downloaded. That's why I get the big uh, memory card on my Switch and I'm good to go. I mean, for mobile, like I have the two Pokemon games on the 3DS that came out like digital and a bunch of digital stuff because it's just nice to be able to click a button to play and not have to like carry the cartridges around. But yep. I don't know. Nope. It'd probably same be the way. same for me for Switch. Even though, um, yeah, I'm the same way, but my carrying case has like 24 slots for game cards if I wanted yeah. to. So if I did end up with a physical one, I could carry it around, but sure. I'd much rather just have it straight on the Switch and not have to worry about switching it up. I like that. So Sure. The Witcher is getting a Netflix series? Yeah. I, th- I think this may have already been known. Well, they've been rumored to be shopping an- it around for a while because yeah. it was supposed to be a movie, and it's oh, not a it? movie anymore. It's a series now. Okay. So. Coming to Netflix. And it's an uh, adaptation no- apparently on the novels specifically. Do you have? Do you know any? Are, you played the games. Do you play? Do you read the books? I didn't read the books. No. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was trying to think like, what's what's your preference? But uh, mm-hmm. are you excited? You're yeah. you're in you're into the games. Yeah, I think it could be cool. I'm just like, I'm just thinking it could be basically like Game of Thrones, but with like creatures instead of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure when someone was shopping the script around they were like think of Game of Thrones but this with like, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something <laughs> like I don't yeah. know um, no no real news on if it's live action if it's animated I'm sure I'm assuming it's probably going to be live action I would assume um, so <clears throat> who do you want to play was it Ger- is it Gerald oh wait the Oscar nominated visual effects studio Platige Image SA Platige, I don't know, is doing the show. It doesn't specifically state if it's animated, but this is a visual I'm effects sure, studio that's Well, good, like you so. said, there's tons of monsters, so they're going to need some special effects some, and some yeah. CG, for sure. So, mm-hmm. who do you want to play the main guy? Oh, I don't actually know. I I was having a conversation with Nathan the other day, and I just realized I don't know, like, new actors at all. Well, you, you can pick old actors. Okay, um... Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Stanley Tucci is a really, really dumb suggestion. I really like that. Um, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti like comes to mind every time Stanley Tucci gets brought up to me. So yeah, they're they're very similar. They're very very similar. I'm trying to picture an actor in my head that would do him justice. Like maybe like a Sean Bean or something. He's done. I could see that. Okay, he's sure. done that type of role before sure. of just being a dude sure. with swords. <laughs> okay, let me let me raise you, Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get Luke Wilson in there as well. For the <laughs> Owen Wilson is the Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> People in the chat are saying Gerard Butler, Vin Diesel. I mean, Vin Diesel like has that movie where he basically plays the witcher right he's a he's a fucking demon hunter oh <laughs> riddick movie. talking about riddick no what the hell was that movie let me look it up here 
I can't remember. And it's going to drive me nuts until I look it up. Nicholas Cage. What was that one? Where the Last like Witch the Hunter is like actually what it's called. <laughs> What's the Nicholas Cage one where he's like hunting witches? Uh, Season of the Witch? Maybe Season of the Witch. I don't know. Most of these uh, suggestions, uh, at least all of mine have been bad. So, uh, all right, moving on. Far Cry Five is definitely happening. Sure, that makes sense. Are you excited? I mean, I played four in Primal, so I'm sure I played five already. I'm just excited to see what new skin they put on it. Those the general consensus the same. is it's got to be it's got to be a step forward because Horizon already ate their lunch. I I could definitely agree to that. Yep, yep, it's true. So we'll see what happens. I've been hearing rumors about some kind of maybe like a Western Colorado uh, setting. That would actually be super interesting. Like, yeah, uh, kind I'd of, be into that. kind of doing some Red Dead kind of stuff. But this has just been rumors I've been hearing. So. I would be, yeah. You know what? I'd be interested in that for sure. Okay. That that's a new setting they could do. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo wants to bring Zelda to smartphones. Makes sense. I mean, of course they do. I don't know how that would work on a smartphone. Yep, me neither. But I'm sure they could probably. Maybe, maybe find it's a, a maybe thing. it's a Zelda runner. This just came to my head. Maybe it's a Zelda runner. Okay. Yeah, but it's just all the battle parts from Zelda Two. He's constantly moving forward. Okay. Uh huh. That. Sounds terrible. Yeah, I can't think of how you put Zelda on the smartphone and without it being like, here's Tingle's uh, match three game or something. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm sure there's a way to, but yeah, I don't know. Someone saying maybe it's a mini Zelda maker. I would rather like a real Zelda maker and not yeah, this like trying to smash it into a smartphone. So. I don't, and also, I also don't want a gamepad. That's why I think, like, anytime I think of like a Zelda, it's like Zelda needs a gamepad. There's a lot of buttons to Zelda, and I don't want to. I hate mobile games that have, you know, translucent gamepads on top of the screen. Turn-based Zelda. There you go. The what answer. does that even mean? What is that even? It's not, <laughs> it's that's not Zelda. Basically, what's that game? That Final Fantasy Record Keeper, but for Zelda, essentially. I guess, yeah. Uh, so guess we'll see. They also mentioned in this, this is all the Wall Street Journal when they were talking to Zelda, said Animal Crossing is coming in the second half of 2017, uh, which makes sense because the first half of 2017 ends in a month. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I hope that is good. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what Zelda is. Uh, Phantom Dust kind of just came out this week. The remastered version. Yeah. And it's free on a PC and Xbox. Yep. I've never played Phantom Dust, but I guess now that it's... I have it downloaded, it's free. I might as well try it out. Yeah. Attachment to Phantom Dust? No, not at all. But it's play, free. You're playing on like, the PC? Yeah, probably. I'll check it out. <laughs> it's free. Here it's Why a card not? battler. Okay. Sure. So, Metal Gear Acid 2, anyone? I never did play Metal Gear Acid. I heard it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, Sonic Forces was announced, and you can make custom characters so all your sex hedgehogs can come to life. Oh, man. I've been waiting for my sex hedgehogs to come to life. <laughs> yeah, you're tired of the 
of all the just the drawings. It's been 14 years <laughs> that I've been dreaming yeah. them up. So, yeah. Like all I could think of when I saw Sonic custom characters was like, oh, God, it's finally happening. I'm actually surprised it took this long. Yeah. I mean, um, you know that meme that you can go to Google, type in your name and the hedgehog, and there's like a version yeah. of you as a hedgehog, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. And then they're probably like boning something. Paul the Hedgehog is like this brown, shitty looking drawing somebody did in MS Paint, and I'm so angry. <laughs> now you can make your own, and he can fight alongside both Sonic and uh, Small Sonic. Small right. Fat Sonic. Yeah, you know. Um, so there's that. That's coming. Sonic Forces. Uh, I still don't like Sonic games, so I probably won't play it. Could be okay. I'm gonna put. Someone up a said Sonic of... Forces Deviant Art Edition. That is an M-rated game. Yeah, I'm gonna put up Paul the Hedgehog over my camera for a little bit there. There we go. <laughs> All right. Um, someone said Sean the Hedgehog is hilarious. Okay, now I gotta Google this. It's yeah, been like it's been ever since I did this, so I don't even remember. I mean, now I have to Google it too. Uh. Sean the Hedgehog. There's like eight different things yeah, here. One of them so is many. One of them is a My, My Little Pony thing. Yeah. To be fair, like Sean's a pretty common name. So is Paul, though. This one is just Sonic, but a darker blue. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there's a I'm lot of say, Sonic. Uh, this one is definitely you. The like shitty gray one <laughs> that somebody the did. Oh, the second one? For Where me, the it's head like the fourth one. Yeah. Oh, it's this. All right. All right. Well, that was that was a thing. Sorry, audio listeners. <clears throat> uh, uh, Destiny 2 had a huge gameplay reveal this week. It was like an hour plus long where they just talked so much about Destiny 2. Yeah. Uh, do you like Destiny? Oh, I think I would if it was the thing people were playing now, still, or again. Weren't you playing it recently? I thought you were playing it. Yeah, but it's boring when you're not playing with people. It's just grindy. Okay, okay, okay I can see that. Um, Destiny 2's coming. I didn't know enough about like the deep meta of Destiny for to get like super excited, but people seemed excited with a lot of the changes. Yeah, I don't know either, but... I'm glad um, to but hear. it was stuff like you don't always you don't have to go all the way out to orbit to instead of going to a different planet you can just jump to it uh, I don't know but there's a bunch of tons of stuff if you have any interest in destiny you've probably already looked at all this um, but if not you can find roundups uh, one thing that's interesting is it's not coming to steam it's coming to battlenet yeah um, yep. Makes I sense. thought they were changing the name of Battle.net or dropping the name. They dropped it. It's just the Blizzard launcher now. But that makes sense because Activision owns both. So, so, but everyone keeps saying this is Battle.net, and they even said Battle.net. Yeah, they're wrong. It's the Blizzard or it's the Blizzard launcher. Blizzard launcher, which is um, like the worst fucking name. Battle.net actually is cool, but whatever. <laughs> uh, it's also coming to PC, so people can get that excited about that. Support I am 4K. I'm excited Uncaptured to do rates. that on PC, for sure. There you go. I'm going to play it on the PlayStation 4. Yeah, with where the other one you have is. Makes sense. Well, it was everywhere. Isn't it everywhere? 
pretty sure it was on Xbox as well. That's just I have the PS4 version in the first one, so yeah, yeah, stick with that. Uh, yeah, new skills, new classes. I think maybe not new classes, new skills for sure, new subclass stuff. Anyway, you can look all that stuff up. Yeah, uh, we had Daniel write in with some news for us. A couple topics. Pretty quick here. Uh, the history of Rare is going to be compiled into a book releasing later this year. Yeah, this looks cool. I'm interested in this. Uh, Rare is a cool developer for sure that made a bunch of weird games all over the spectrum of genres. They had I some might just weird, say like, legal battles. Instead of books. I mean, what if you like to read? <laughs> That's true. just saying, like, Rare Replay is also a great, like, collection of all of rares well not all of its history but a huge swath of the history and it comes with a bunch of like bonus videos and stuff but uh you you can't play like uh, uh any of the n64 stuff or not so not any a lot of the n64 stuff is not on there <clears throat> i i think it'd be cool if they had like a code for rare replay or something in the book like in a slip or something as like That'd be very cool yeah this is like <clears throat> secondary material these are the games we're talking about you can like check out for yourself or whatever that would be, neat. That'd be super cool. Yeah, yeah. And that game, like Rare Replay is already, you can find that thing on sale for like 15 bucks yeah. every like a few months. So, And last one is that King of Fighters 14 is coming to PC on June 15th. Yep. Pretty cool. All right. Let's uh, move on to some questions. Paul, where can people send questions? Uh, TDP podcast on Twitter, top down perspective at gmail.com, facebook.com slash top down perspective. Uh, John's P.O. Box. I feel like there's one I'm missing. Oh, the Discord. Discord. Yep. Yeah. And there's... actually, speaking of Discord, a little bit of housekeeping here. I just want to say thanks to everyone who's keeping the game exchange little thread alive. I, I feel mm -hmm. like each week, just a little, there's a few more games in there, and uh, everyone's, everyone's being nice and courteous in that and following the rules. Um, and if you haven't heard about the game exchange check out our discord uh where people just post codes for free games and uh, kind of share the love yep and what's really right, nice is people when they take the game say they did so the other people can cross it out so you're not like yep. trying codes that don't exist and yeah they don't work anymore yeah it's good <clears throat> um okay i'll read this first one from james he says one of the biggest reasons that I don't get into more RPG and game RP, RPG games that's okay RPGs is because in those games usually you have a plethora of characters but a limited number of party slots. I want to use all the characters and the characters are tied to the stories so it would feel wrong not using everyone as people who have played a good amount of each uh, of each genre um what advice would you give me to help me overcome this hang-up of mine find <clears throat> the characters you resonate with the most and then ignore every other <clears throat> fucking character in that game and just i feel i up. agree with you to a certain extent but sometimes it's like you know what you need a healer and well, sometimes the healer is like an uncool old lady yeah yeah that's like the biggest bummer is when that yep. happens for sure yeah, um, like I know uh, uh, Tales of uh, Berseria, um, I'm not a huge fan of the little kid that's in your party, but he's like a really good magic user. And it's like, I got to have him because his attacks are so good. At um, this point, so depending what game it is, look up online what people suggest you have. If you like if you kind of don't care 
about the characters really and you're they're just the vessel in which you do the gameplay stuff easy like to get through the story to see that story look online to find like the min maxi version of who, which characters you should have and like what you upgrade on them and then just follow that to get through the gameplay that, stuff that that's definitely a way to do it it sounds like he's the opposite because his problem is he he likes the characters so much he doesn't want to exclude any of them because they are tied to the story. I, I can understand that. And I like, uh, this isn't exactly a recent thing, but I liked when games finally started leveling up the characters you weren't using. Because yeah. that's always lame when you like kick your main four, and it's like, oh, I could swap them out, but those other two haven't been leveled up in like 15 hours, so yeah. there's no reason. And then you get kind of forced not to use them. There's not very many games like that anymore. The only ones I can think of off the top of my head is like Fire Emblem. Um, sure. So like, so Fire Emblem definitely and then forces you to kind of like pick a team and then stick with it. Speaking of Fire Emblem, oh yeah, I did. I actually have that in the mail, a, a review nice. copy. And now I think about it. <clears throat> cool. Anyway, um, but yeah, Fire Emblem kind of makes you pick your team and stick with it, uh, which is a little unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know really full, know a full way to get around that. Uh, Berseria does kind of a nice thing where you do have your main four that you fight with. But within a fight, you can swap characters kind of tag team style and they'll come in and do like some combo attacks and stuff. Sure. So you can kind of use them a little bit more. But off the top of my head, I, I can't think of like you just kind of have to get past it. You, you got to pick the four you like the most or, you know, the, the three or the five or whatever game it is. Yeah. And just play with them. And uh, at least you get to see them in the cutscenes. And the annoying thing is that some games, some RPGs do where you have like multiple of a role. Like, you'll have, like, three different characters, say, but they're all the same type of healer and get the same spells. So now so it's, like... you, like, can't use all three? Yeah, so, like, which one yeah. should I... Like, yeah, it can be yeah, shitty. I had that <laughs> I had that issue with Berseria 2, because there's this, like, sword dude you get pretty early on, but then you get this other cool guy who, like, punches stuff, and I like them both, yeah. but they're basically the same, like, the, the equivalent role. of the same character. Yeah, same role, so it's like, yeah. I want to put you both in here... But I need a spot for a healer. I need a spot for like a super magic user. And I'm not switching out my main girl because she's my main girl. So yeah. it's like one of you has to go. <clears throat> or the annoying, like, let's talk about Final Fantasy X or 10 or whatever for a second. How like, I didn't like Riku at all. But she's the only okay. one with like the steel ability. And you, okay. you need that to get certain items from some boss characters. <laughs> so sure. you would need to like tag her in to use steel hope she doesn't get hit in one shot because she's level 10 where everyone else is 90 <laughs> and then like tag her out or whatever i don't know yep. i hate when they do that too where like a character has an ability and no one else has that ability yeah no i know exactly what you mean i remember this one scenario i was playing jin dark i think it has how you pronounce it it was this psp tactics game um where it did the annoying thing where it did not level up your the characters you weren't using. Yeah. Um, so I had like my main team, but there's a part in, in the story where one of the characters gets killed and they're gone. And it was one of my main dudes. So I was like, all right, your next fight. And now I have to use like a super weakling. And it was just like, I don't even know how I'm supposed to tackle this. You took away like my strongest character. <laughs> um, so that was, that was pretty annoying. Sometimes you just got to go to Cactar Island and grind out levels on every character. I I know, yeah, exactly. 
Next question All comes right. from David. I was wondering if you ever have to force yourself to play a video game. I've been trying to play Chrono Trigger for a while, but I keep... I find myself getting distracted by Reddit or Netflix or more Pokemon Showdown or whatever, even though I really want to play this. What do y'all make... Or what do y'all do to make yourself play a game you really want to play? Make you play... It sounds like you really don't want to play the game. This is kind of what I'm getting at, too, here. Hmm. Okay, I mean... The easy answer here is think about the game that you think you want to play and then just like remember the vi the awesome part. Like, oh man, remember when that thing happens? Yeah, that's really cool. Let's at least get to that part. That's only an hour in. And then maybe you remember another part that you thought was cool. Like, give yourself little goals when playing the game. But what if it's a new game and you don't know like a cool thing's coming? Like you don't like you passed a cool thing and you don't know if it's going to happen again. Well, he's saying force yourself to play a video game. Yeah, I guess. Like, you shouldn't be buying a new game if you are trying, if you have to force yourself to play it, maybe. <laughs> it's the answer. Well, that's the thing. Maybe, maybe he didn't know. Maybe he didn't know, and it's just like crap. I but I, like, so I'm trying to think. I have, I have that a little bit with Tales of Berseria now where I, I don't want to sit with that game too yeah. much because there's other stuff going on, but I have to keep forcing myself to go back to it. To pl so I don't forget that battle system. Um, so if so, for whatever reason, you you have your game and you and you need to continue with it. I mean, I don't know. Schedule just do an hour a week. Yep. Hour on the weekend, just kind of get through it. Or, but but it just sounds like you don't like the game. And you know what? Not finishing the game is not bad. Maybe watch a let's play. You know what's hard though is if you have to review a game, like you actually that is have definitely to play it. Hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're preaching, man. That is that, definitely hard. That's a different story, kind of, but... There's been... Yeah, that's a completely different story, but there's a number of times where I've just been playing this game, and it's a long one, and I do not like it. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, my God, just get through this game. And then at yeah. that point, you know, you stop doing side quests. You just stop talking to every single NPC you find. You stop searching for every little cool weapon, and you just beeline it. Yep. And then it's done. And then you're done with it. We can move on. But again, I know this person is reviewing a game. If you're really not into that game, put it down and come back to it when you are. Like, that game's not going anywhere. Yep. Like, don't, I don't see why you would need to force yourself to play through a game. Yep. And, you know, worst case, I think, I think watching video of it is good too. Like, for, for whatever reason, maybe you're just like, you, you can't beat a part. It's too hard. Or you just want to be part of the zeitgeist, but you don't want to play it. Yeah, just watch a Let's Play. That's true. Tackle it like any other chore. Otherwise, like if you just feel like you have to get through it, you you just got to sit down and do it. You just have to yep. get it done. <laughs> yep. Every time you're like, oh, man, I want to watch some Netflix. Nope. Just tell yourself, no, wait, I have to play this game. I have to sit here and play the game. Maybe put Netflix on on your laptop beside you while you and kind of do both or something. But, you know, keep that game on. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, all right. Nagima freak says, um, has there been a scene in a movie or a game that left a black mark in an otherwise great film or game? Reason I asked this question is I adore persona five, but it has an offensive scene of gay people being portrayed in a bad light. Having gay friends, this joke really rubbed me the wrong way in an otherwise great game. I've heard this a couple times from persona. 
specifically with like this Persona Five, this this scenario. Um, I'm tr- trying to think of an Let's other part. I movie or game? I know. I definitely have a, an example in a movie. Um, I really like the movie Dan in Real Life. With, okay. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the actor. Michael Scott from The Office. Oh, Steve Carell? Steve Carell. Steve Carell's yeah. in it. I really like that movie. Um, but there are definitely scenes in that movie where I just, I think they're cringeworthy, I think they're dumb, and I skip I skip them. Um, and luckily, I've seen that movie before. But I feel like if if you're looking back on this mo- on something to say, like, you know, I didn't like this part, uh, you've probably seen it once before. So you could probably, on movies, you can just skip it. Games, uh-huh. it's kind of hard. You can't really just skip a section uh, unless they have like level select and you've already played through it or something. And and but like RPGs, you wouldn't be able to do that. So Persona Five, like how 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 do you tackle that? Yeah. This question actually, this exact question came up on another podcast I listened to, Waypoint Radio, and the person was always kind of added on to the question like, normally I'd want to like vote with my dollar, but I've already bought the you game. Bought it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what do I do? Do I just not buy Persona Six, or do or do I like? I hope they fix this. And that's a weird one. Like. Mm-hmm. And then it comes down to it, like, d- at what point are you then like promoting these viewpoints? You know what I mean? Sure. And then, which then got me thinking. There's tons of like authors or like movie stars that have just have just uh, like they've done something awful, whether it be like they're racist or they they're they're homophobic or they talk. They say something that's awful and you realize their belief system sucks. Sure. Do you still watch their movies? Yeah. Yeah. What makes you say that? Because I can separate people from their (laughs) work. And I'm not I'm not trying to like say you're wrong and argue against you. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Well, I'm not. So it's but okay. e- <laughs> I'm just saying. So even though. Yeah. Like you can separate it. Uh-huh. Y- you're still if you pay for that movie, you're still supporting it. Yeah, because uh, you're supporting that person. No, I'm probably more supporting the other 200 people that are making ten dollars an hour setting up scenes for movies. But they're the actor or whatever, or the company, like wh- whatever the per- the thing you have an issue with is they're still going to be getting something for it. Sure. Like you're not stealing from them. Sure. So, so in some way you are voting with your dollar that like I, I, I'm supporting this. Yeah. You know if what I mean? So if it's good. I, <laughs> if it's good work, I don't mind supporting it. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Uh, it's it's weird. I think it's weird for everyone. I I don't exactly know where I stand. I haven't. I guess I haven't looked close enough at like every single thing I like to see if they're you know secretly racist or whatever. Sure. But that's definitely a question you're gonna have to make. But what do you do if it's a game? Like how how, how would you tackle this? Like are you just? I'm not easily just, offended, so I guess it's not a problem I think about. I'm more offended yeah. by bad quality for a high price than I am about people spouting their opinion about stuff. I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think personally, like, 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 what, like, try, what if you try to put yourself in someone else's shoes? Where, like, in this, in this question asker's shoes. Uh-huh. So, so they don't like this. What should, what, what would you recommend they do? Do you do they just move on? Yeah, I feel like they need to. 
I don't think talk about it. I don't think everything needs to. You can not like something and then just move on with your life. I don't think you need to dwell on everything that you think is morally gross because you will spend the rest of your life just in hell doing that. I think I'm going to say that you should vocalize it. Uh, you can. Yeah. And like whether it be just on Twitter or in your friend group or if maybe if you're like if someone's asking you, hey, what are you playing? Or, hey, can you recommend a game for me? And you want to recommend Persona 5, you mention that part too. You know, you just oh, kind yeah. of be transparent. Oh, no, for sure. Like, if you're talking to people about a topic that's related or the game itself, or like, you should talk about that stuff for sure. I don't think you should at verbally attack people on, like, Twitter and stuff, though, because that's... No, yeah, I mean... I'm Not yeah, going to help. Th there's a level of... There's a level of volume that you need to like be in check. You should not be attacking people for any reason. For any reason, <laughs> right? But like, if if you're clashing with a viewpoint, uh, you know, I'm sure you know you can definitely like reach out to some developers. This would obviously be easier with smaller developers. Sure. Some, but you know, just try and get your voice heard. And but I think I think it is something important that you you should try and like champion. Like, no, this is. This is not okay doing this or whatever. Sure. Or whatever. Because, like, and I know specifically with, like, this or, or you know, other anime games, it's kind of part of, like, the Japanese culture. Like, this is more accepted. Right. And, you know, you'll see, like, your dead or alive with their, like, boo physics and stuff. Well, I was going to say, so is, like, pedophilia. So, like... You know, like, it's a different culture and stuff. But at that point, yeah. it's like, well, you need, you need to draw the line somewhere. Sure. And I th And I think... And again, this is this is super personal for everyone, but there's got to sure. be at some point where you be like, just saying that this is, it's okay because it's the part of the culture. I don't think that's good enough. Like that can't be okay. And, and I'm not trying to say like my culture is better than yours, but like, there are definitely some things cultures do that I am just like, that is no, I do not agree with that, or whatever. Sure. So I think you just gotta, I don't know. In, in some cases, wear it on your sleeve. And then, yeah, maybe when Persona Six comes out, you 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 kind of reevaluate, right? Yeah. And maybe not for every every single RPG, but for uh, you know, you've seen this developer do it once, so the next time you're going to support some of their product, you do a little bit more research. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I guess that's all you can do. That's that's where I would sit uh, sit on that. Yep. All right, got this next one, and I'll take the last one. Duskshine749 says, In Breath of the Wild, what was your favorite divine beast in regards to approach, the dungeon itself, and the boss? Good question. I Approach, I liked the, uh, liked the Rito one, the bird one, where you're like gliding and shooting the arrows in the air. Uh-huh. Okay, just real quick. Anyone hasn't done them all, I guess real brief spoilers on this. We'll we'll try not to do like story stuff, but if you don't want any kind of spoilers on on beasts you haven't played yet, uh, maybe skip ahead to the end of the episode. I like the Zora one because the prince throwing you like real high in the air to do that same thing is real cool to me, and then just going real fast in the water. <laughs> that that, that was cool. Yeah, you just kind of sitting there, and then he just like scoops you up. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um. I wasn't a huge fan of the approach to the Zora domain with all like the lightning stuff. That sure. was just 
It was the first one I went to, so I was just so underpowered, yeah. and it was just difficult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite favorite bo- uh, dungeon. Favorite, so favorite beast. Okay, I'm trying to I'm remember to them. What's the one that starts off all dark? Is that the Goron one? Sounds probably correct. Like, it, like it's pitch black, and then you have to like turn the lights on. And uh, yeah, I think it's the Goron one. And then the lizard goes sideways, like ninety degrees, right? Yeah, I think that was my favorite one. I do not. I did not like the water one, the elephant. I thought that was kind of okay. lame. I didn't like the okay. actual dungeon design. I didn't like that one that much. Uh, the lizard one was fine. I didn't have many. I, it's probably the lizard one. I didn't like the spinning pieces one either, where the like different parts of it spin. Was that? I can't remember if that was the bird or the camel. And I did I the camel either. laugh. <laughs> yeah, I can't either. I think the. What's the bird's like whole shtick? Yeah, I don't remember the bird one much. There is yeah. one that you spin. I just don't remember which one it is. I think it. It's probably the oh, camel. Man. Then what does the bird do? Someone in the chat's got to tell us. Yeah. What's your What's the favorite boss then? They were all kind of boring to me, <laughs> to be honest. With I like. I liked the Zora one because uh, it was all just about deflecting that giant like light spear. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone, in the cha- someone in the chat is saying you spin the camel. Okay, so what do you do with the bird? Because neither of us can remember <laughs> what you do with the bird. I Does remember there was a lot of like left and right. Maybe. Bird tilt side to side. Okay. I don't know that at all. But someone says bird tilt side to side. Uh, that yeah. clearly left my brain. <laughs> I'm going to say the Goron one then because that's the only one I remembered like fondly. Or at all, apparently. I really liked the Goron one start to finish. That Goron I, one was I, good. I, I had a lot of fun with the Goron one. I liked that <clears> one. <throat> I didn't like the lead up to it, though, with the, the weird stealth escort thing. I was actually okay with that. I was all right, because uh, that's when, they, when they're when they like, hey, you should pick up these like metal... Uh, destroy the drones with the metal destroy boxes. Destroy the drones with the boxes, and it's like, this is great. Like I, I destroyed those bo- drones, and it yeah. wasn't easy. It was hard at all. I, I actually liked that. <clears throat> uh, so you didn't like any of the bosses? There's not one that you enjoyed? I will say the one I disliked the most was probably the camel one, I think. The one that's super fast. I think it was the camel one. He had a shield, sword and shield and, like, moved very fast okay oh yes i think so yeah i feel like i was probably underpowered fighting that dude and it was real difficult for me i also didn't like the camel uh you you fought it like inside the camel as opposed to on top of it yeah 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 (laughs) yeah and i wasn't a huge fan of that one either you do that or i like fell inside the camel or something and then he followed me down there i can't remember but i ended up fighting him inside the camel which i did not quite like that much <clears throat> I like the second phase that only lasts for a second of that fight, though, because he's like thinking he's so smart and evil or whatever by making all these metal things appear randomly and then throwing lightning down onto them so that they conduct. And you just like use it as a lightning rod, <laughs> basically. I really like that part. Wait, what did you do? Because I definitely didn't do that. 
What did you do oh, with all the... You, I used Magnetic to take one of his lightning rods, put it right beside him, so he shocked himself oh. like an idiot. I didn't even think of that. I just brute-forced my way through it. Oh, no, that's, he one-shot himself doing that. <laughs> I kept thinking, like, there's clearly something I'm missing, because there's a trick to all of them. Yeah, But for, I think yeah, for sure. only, like, the Zora one was the one I did properly, and all the other okay. ones I was just like, bomb arrows, bomb arrows, bomb arrows, bomb arrows. <laughs> oh, man, bomb arrows are so good in that game. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. You know right. what? I'll say the Zora one probably for boss fight because yeah, it was kind of cool, like him throwing that shit at you. Yeah. That now I cool. wish I had uh, done the camel one correct because that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question. Final insanity says, "What's a moment where a game just clicked for you, where you're playing the game, maybe struggling or maybe doing really well, and you slowly have a realization." Be it in gameplay or story that completely changes how you look at it. Demon Souls. After beating the first boss, I was just like, I get it. And then played it for a lot longer. Okay. I'm getting something similar with Horizon, where I'm okay. finally like starting to feel like strong and I'm not just scared the whole time. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Uh I just did um this one mission, I think it was called like the Cauldron. And you're in like this huge like metal base, and then there's like this electric, no, this fire dinosaur thing at the at the near the core. Mm -hmm. Um, just kicking my ass, uh, and then I finally was like, all right, I'm putting the traps directly underneath you. I am no longer waiting for you to step on the trap. It's going right underneath your foot, so you yeah. can't even stand up. And then just wiped the floor with them. Yeah. Um, uh, anything, anything story-wise? I feel like both of those were mechanics-based, like just skill-based. Was there a part wise. in a game where a part something happened in the story, and you're like, "Oh, this is actually awesome"? And I'm actually going to say Horizon again, pretty early on, okay. uh -huh. and I'm gonna say why because story stuff. But Horizon sure. story, like, it's pretty cool, pretty quick. The Mass Effect story was like the reason to play that game when you find out what's actually going on with Saren was kind of like okay a pretty big like oh this kind of changes everything about this dude yep, that's true yep <laughs> it's just unfortunate that you find that stuff out at the end <laughs> basically yeah but sure. whatever yeah i don't know um just as a general thing horror games like <clears throat> once you realize how every horror game works they're not scary anymore <laughs> at all because they all do the same trope of a sound happens usually behind you in your headphones and then you only will get hurt if you're standing still for a long time like if you go afk as long as you keep moving you will always outwalk a thing unless it's a chase sequence <clears throat> okay yeah so those are just like infinitely less scary knowing that stuff I'll, uh, here's, here's another general one, kind of similar to that. Anytime in a platforming game when you unlock double jump. Yep. Double jump is the best. Double jump is always great. Um, so anytime you unlock double jump, that's, it's like, oh, this got so much more fun. It's hard to explain, but there's a, in the, like, masochistic platformers, like, Dust Forest, Meat Boy, uh, Slime Sun is the new one, where, like, it's hard levels, but... It's always the same character, always has like the same jumping height and mechanics and all that stuff. It's hard to explain when it happens, but there is a moment of clarity where a game is like 
super hard to you like we'll say meat boy for instance like it just feels real hard and then your brain just can read the level and you know exactly sure. what to do and you can just do i kind of know what you mean yeah. Like you figured out the air control, you know exactly how long to like hold down the A button to do it that exact jump. The reason it's hard to like explain when that moment is is because it's actually a feel. It's not you learning. It's well, your it's, body it's literally, learning. It's literally just like a skill. Like you're you're yeah. you're figuring out the skill and then it just it's going muscle memory and yeah, you just done it enough times. Yeah. So Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Um that's it for questions this week. Uh, if people want to send questions next week, it's uh, topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter, uh, Facebook group, the Discord thing, John's P.O. Box are all good. Paul, what's your game of the week? Oh, fuck. Um, dead Cells. <laughs> dead Cells. I beat all it. Right. <laughs> I, people have been going crazy about that game, so I'm you super interested. Dead Cells is better than when I talked about it, so they've been improving the optimization on it a lot. So, uh, and mine, I'm going to give it to Zelda. Finishing it up, nope. that was that was pretty good. Also, that Terry Town side quest is <laughs> delightful. There's a lot of delightful stuff in that game. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. a good game. Yeah. yeah, it is. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. Bye bye.